0: what is up gamers (laughs) just kidding but anyways uh back at it again with another episode um i thought today i would talk about my uh regional experience and how well i did and kind of talk about like games what i've kind of noticed over the last couple days it's been a weird like um I'll, i'll get more in depth, but i feel like i definitely could have done better um if my knowledge was, you know, if I had a bigger brain and I wasn't so bad. But, you know, it happens. You learn, you you learn, you move on. Yeah, you get better. So, um, yeah, definitely. Um, so, first I wanted to talk about a cool thing that is happening. Um, I saw a lot of new Morphtronic cards. That looks so cool. Um, definitely. Hype for that. Uh, Morphtronics was always one of those weird decks that I thought was so cool. But, like, I know they never had, like, an end, like, boss monster. I guess Power Tool Dragon. But, I mean, Power Tool Dragon, to me, didn't really fit with the deck that well. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, recency bias. But I do love their new Synchro Monster. I think it's going to add, like, some really cool in depth plays you can do like i think it's going to add a lot you know so i'm excited about that um i'm also pretty excited hoping that they print some pyro support uh shout out to pain man he just give the man like like i don't even know like something like i feel like they don't even print pyro monsters anymore um my man pain needs get get him get him some help man Get get them something. I don't care what it is. Just get it to them. But uh, that being said, I'll start right into the regional. So I went to the Richmond regional. Um, I had to wake up at 5 a.m., which uh, I usually work nights. So I work like 4 p.m. to like 1 a.m. in the morning. So like my sleep schedule was mildly fucked. So... I wake up at five a.m. I'm dying. Uh, meet up with a couple friends because we all drove together, um, and I'll actually talk about there. They, I mean, uh, spoiler alert, they both topped, but um, they helped me a lot. Kind of learned some different interactions I didn't know about in my own deck. So um, yeah, so we all drove up there. It was like it was like a three-hour drive. Mm, it was two thirty actually because you know the guy who drove us was he was booking it so we got there um picked up our packs it was like in this little ballroom and like i guess since it was mother's day weekend a lot of people didn't come but it was still more than you think there'd be it was like a 300 people something like that like 300 but uh yeah it was it was a decent turnout um uh, I pulled a, uh, what is the the uh, new secret rare from Battle of Chaos, the uh, Sword Soul Monster, the $3 one. Yeah, I pulled that out of one of my uh, entry packs, which I was kind of happy about. Apparently someone's pulled a Starlight, which, good for them, man. I wish I could get that luck. But, um, yeah, uh, there was, like, one vendor, because I'm pretty sure it was held by a side deck, so uh, the side deck hosted it. Um, I ended up picking up, unironically, so I picked up Code Talkers, like I've been talking about, and I needed a security dragon. So I'm like, maybe this maybe side this side deck just carries a security dragon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just such a weird niche card, but maybe. So I asked them, and they're like, oh, yeah, we have one. And I'm like, you just know where that is. <laughs> like, you just like, oh, yeah, we have one. So they just picked it out for me. I also picked up a shiny update jammer, because my update jammer was a common that looked like it was beaten beat to death, so I was like, yeah, I'll pick that up too, and then actually I'm getting a splash mage off my friend, so that deck is completely built, um, it's okay, I wouldn't say it's like amazing or anything, but it's, it's pretty fun to play, um, but yeah, so we'll start it out, so it was 8 rounds of Swiss, there's no like cut to top cut, I think it was all Swiss, and then the top 24 got their invites, so... I was playing flu Um Some things that I was doing. So um, I was actually taking a suggestion. So when I was submitting my deck list, I was running the original. So the average big bird monsters you usually play for Flunder is you play two Empin, one Apex, one Rison, right? Well, I'm talking to my friend, um, one of the guys I went with. Um, his name's Jesse. And he was like, why don't you just play 2 Ryza? And I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm not really going into Apex Avian that much. I feel like it might be a good tech choice. And But he was like, cut Impin down to 1. Renew your resources, right? So I was like, okay, I'll listen, I'll listen. And then last minute I was like, okay, I'm not listening. I'm putting 2 Impin on there, right? Because... For me, I feel like two Empin is just better than one, because I feel like they can out your one. They're expecting to out your one. But I was kind of using the standard list, um, standard engine. Um, I did have a Terraforming and a Mystic Mine. And then in my side deck, I had three evenly, uh, three twins, or no, two twins, a Harpy Feather Duster, um three dark rulers two dimensional berries or dd crow and three harpy's feathers Norm, i mostly wanted to i think after this especially so tonight i played locals and i think definitely i noticed that people are on the zombie world wave because it got reprinted everybody runs goddamn zombie world and so, like for example, tonight I played and I went 0 and three because I got zombie worlded five times. Like, not even kidding. So the round one of that, I played against uh, Zombie Outlitch and he just zombie worlded me and I lost. Uh, round two, I played against um, what was it? It was oh yeah, Odd Eyes and um, I bricked both games like it was actually impeccable i game three i played against like zodiac branded zodiac and they played the stupid zombie world i hate that card so much but yeah i think i'm gonna main twins now because i think you just have to now like it's just you cannot not play with it you know but anyways, round one of the regional, I played against, um, Tenny Synchro, no, no, sorry, uh, Rose Dragon Synchro, uh, Adventure, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, game one, I go first, um, I set up my barrier statue, I empen. he, I rise at him, and then he just droplets me. But the thing is, is later finding out, um, I'm a dummy. And he set, so he set the droplet and then activated it to the same turn. And if you're a dummy like me and you don't realize, like when you set a quick play, you can't activate it the same turn you set it. But like you can activate it from your hand. You just can't like set it and then activate it, which is like a cool ruling I didn't know. And it's my fault for not knowing that. But I feel like if he couldn't have done that, then I still, I probably would have won game one. Game two, he just blows me out of the water. There's just nothing I can do. Like, I don't draw a single-going second card I I side in. So, I will say, at this event, I felt like I was siding very heavily. Like, nine. Like, one, one game, I sided my whole side deck in. Like, I've never done that ever before, and I sided it all in. Like, everything. All 15 cards got sided in. Which is insane. But, game one, not much I can do i just lost like honestly i do feel like i could have won the match maybe if i knew that ruling about the forbidden droplet or the quick play but either way i it's my fault for not understanding that and now that i do it's not gonna happen again so round two guess what i play against the same thing uh rose dragon synchro this time though I know what I'm doing, because I just played it, like, last round, so I'm like, okay, I I know exactly what's happening here, so, um, game one, I set up my barrier statue board, and apparently he's never read Empen, so he keeps reading this card, and he's like, man, that sucks, so he tries to go into a Halki Fibrax and activate the effect, I'm like, you can't, he's like, what do you mean, I'm like, I have Empen. he's like, Oh no! I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> read, the, read the card. <laughs> so uh, I just kind of stare at him, and um, so game one, he, he it's like a 30 minute grind game. He keeps trying to out me, and Flunder is just one of those like decks, like outlets, where you can just like grind. Like it's it, it can come like best of the best. It will sit there and it will grind with you. So we play a 30 minute game one. So 30 minutes. Of game one. And then finally he's like. Yeah I'll scoop right. So game two. um, He stops me a little bit. I'm still able to kind of play he he said oh no sorry he went first okay here we go yeah he went first he set up his adventure board and then i dark rulered harpy feather duster him because he set up a zombie world (laughs) and i drew dark ruler and harpy feather duster (laughs) so i just slapped them down and got rid of that and then played i set up my board and um i actually broke kind of broke his board a little bit um he was still able to like keep up and so he actually summoned an access code um but he didn't realize he can't activate access codes effect under impen he like kept trying to play in it thinking i would like forget the effect or something but i'm like no you can't do that like i've told you this like multiple times you can't so then actually a cool interesting thing i didn't know also happened so i ended up rising him um, using Ryza's effect on him and he ghost spelled and I didn't actually know, but ghost bell actually negates the entire Ryza effect, which is kind of cool. So I know a lot of people are playing ghost bells right now, and that's actually like a really good counter for Ryza because Ryza's is a pretty disgusting card, but, um, it ends up going to time and I actually, so we're really close on life points. So I hit him a couple times and get him like really low and then I advent, like, right as time's about to do. I advent, search, gain 500, and that's how I win the game. <laughs> and he he was so mad. I've never seen a dude so mad, like, to play against Fulandries. Because I guess, Flu is one of those decks where it's like, because it's so cheap, and everything else has the adventure engine in it, it's like, at that point, you'd rather just play... Wanderies like for us, like budget players, like because I'm not, I well, okay, I can't say anything. I just bought the adventure engine, like, just bought it because uh, I'm playing Plant Link, boys. But I purchased it, but like, most people aren't gonna buy it. Like, if you're a budget player, like, it's really hard for you to like invest in a $300 engine, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really hard. So, uh, round three. branded Eltlich. Do I need to say much more? Um, game one, he sets five and passes. I'm like, okay. So, I know this is Eltlich, right? Unless he just bricked with, like, Altergeist or something. So, I'm like, he's definitely playing Eltlich. So, I build... My, like usual board, he kind of cracks it and then he goes on his grind game and we grind for like 20 minutes. But what I didn't realize is that he actually main decks Zombie World, so that man turboed it out and I lost. Like, I just lost, there's nothing I could do. Game two, same thing happened. Like, he just he immediately, like, got Zombie World out, and I'm like, well, this sucks. Now, I did fight back, because I actually went into the extra deck. I assembled Nightingale, hit him directly, uh, downed Zeus, and then Zeus' board to try to get, to try to be able to play, but it didn't matter. He played through all of it. Like, man was actually nuts, like, if man watched the podcast, like, I would just give him, like, he he was a really good player. You could tell he's been playing the deck for a while. He knew the in and outs. He also knew how to stop me, like every part of the way. So I I really want to say he was really good. <laughs> round three, I play against. Ooh, round three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So round three, I played against the worst type of player. I played against a rule shark. And, man, I hate Rule Sharks. Because it's like, look, I get wanting to follow rules and, like, you don't want to get cheated. You know, because that stuff happens, right? But this man was over the top with it. Like, I'm talking, it was bad. So, game one, I set up my board, he looks at me, and he scoops. He said, I can't play through that. Game two, he... He's playing live twin. Which I didn't even get a chance to see what he was playing. Because he scooped before I even had the chance to play. Because he was like. I'd rather you not see what I'm playing essentially. Which that was actually a good move. Because I didn't know really what to side in. But he had trouble Sunny. Right. And he is using the quick effect. To banish. To like special summon the other two and I think it like pops a card or something or it was it was something like that so usually after a quick effect you have a response window when you can activate an effect so I have advent in my back row and he's trying to pop my Empin. so I'm like I might as well get value off of this because it's going to the graveyard either way so, I activate Advent, and he's like, no, you can't do that. The activation window is already gone. Like, you should have activated that earlier. And I'm like, "I, it's been three seconds. I told you I was thinking. Like, you can't just say. He's like, well, I'm trying to tell you, buddy. You can't do that. The activation window is passed. And I'm like, what do you mean? You said, it's okay. And I was like, yes, it's okay for you to activate the quick effect. It's not okay for you to, like, not let me respond to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a chance to respond. But he's like, no. So I have to call over a judge. And judge is like, he can do that. You did not give him time to, like, activate. Like, he's good to go. And so this guy is arguing with the judge for, like, five minutes. So I'm like, fine, whatever. Just let me play right so either way he ends up beating me like that was all he beat me like all skill right game three id shifter and he says i think he he looks at his hand for five minutes because he's trying to time stall me so i'm like okay what what is going on so i'm like hey man like I'm not trying to rush you, but it's been five minutes. You need to make some type of play. He's like, I don't know if this could negate D-Shifter. And I'm like, okay. So the guy next to me is like, you can't really call a judge for that. You have to activate it. And then if you activate it, then they can make the ruling on it. And I will say, at this event, the judging was, like, pretty bad. Like, it was really bad. Uh, the there was a couple good. So there was this uh, girl judge who was really good. She was she was really good about her rulings and she explained everything, which was great. Like that's that's what a judge. That's what you should come to expect from a judge is someone who comes in, explains everything, explains how, why, and like how it resolves. That's perfect. That's what you should do. You know, like that's perfect. But then there were like judges who just were like, yeah, whatever. You know. So, he calls a judge to ask him if the card in his hand can negate D-Shifter. And I'm like, you can't do that because you're, like, coaching a player. If they make an illegal activation, they make an illegal activation. But the thing is, is, like, you can't coach the man. So, this judge literally says, like, no. So, I'm just sitting there like, he can't tell you that. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Let him. So I play my board and he's like, I can't play through it, so GG's. And that's that game. <coughs> Excuse me, but that that game was awful and I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. Round 4 was Despia and I D-shifted him both games and it was a rap. He 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 did apparently from what he told me he drew really bad hands and like i could tell he summoned a mirror jade and actually if you didn't know you can't mirror jade under uh shifter so he summoned a mirror jade for no reason (laughs) and i just beat over it and there was nothing he could do right so round five i play against i think i'm pretty sure it was another despia deck and for me the the guys i went with they have and sword soul so that's probably where i know my most like stuff so i knew like kind of where the choke points are so i knew how to stop it and then also i was playing a lot of like d barrier and stuff like that to stop my opponent from playing because my, my like, idea with the, the deck is a lot of people see Floanderes as, like, an anti-meta deck, and I agree, but I want to, like, make it to where it's more stun, like, based instead of, like, hey, I'm gonna normal summon on your turn and try to, like, actively, offensively attack, I was more of set these trap cards that prevent you from playing, like, how many floodgates can I play in one deck, you know? <laughs> Because Empen's a floodgate, barrier statue's a floodgate. Why not why not just put more floodgates in there, you know? Like a floodgate never hurt anybody. So I put more floodgates in. And it really helped me uh control the games that I needed to control. So the next round after that, because I beat Despia, um I play didn't really play actually. That was what? Round no. Round six, I did play somebody. I forget who it was, but it was a clean sweep. I know that for a fact, because I won again. So, I won that match. So then, game seven, or round seven, the guy actually gave me the win. He was like, yeah, I don't really feel like playing. Um, I already have my invite, and I know you... And he asked me, like, do you have your invite? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, good luck. You should get your invite. I'm going to give you the win. So he just gave me the win. And I was like, wow, it's like, really nice. Like, thank you. So it all comes up to this. I'm on table nine, round eight. And I'm playing against Sword Soul. And I just want to say, like, preface this with, like, the guy was super nice, like, Shout out to the swordsoul player. He explained everything, like, really well, and he was also, like, really nice with his plays and, like, understanding and gave me windows to respond. Like, he was actually the model player of, like, how you should go to an event and play. And, like, you could tell he took it serious, but he wasn't going to rule shark me. Like, he, we we made mistakes, right? And we laughed about it, and it was no big deal, and that's how it should be, like, you walk into a tournament and, like, yes, it should be competitive. But at the same time, you guys should be able to have fun. Because it's all about having fun, right? So, I apologize to him. Uh, because I was playing Flunder. <laughs> and he's like, man, I've seen enough Flunder today. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I played against him. So, round one. I just do full combo, and he just looks at his hand, looks at me, and he's like, I'm not even gonna waste my time playing through this, you got it. Game 2, he goes for his plays, and I have an imperm. Imperm is Moye, and he looks at me, and he continues to play through it, because he just drew the nuts hand. Like, he drew everything he, he needed. He just, like, what is the the... Severe Sovereign, or whatever the new Synchro, he pulled that out. He got a Chi Chow. Um, so, I'm like, is there a way I can really play through this? So, I have maps, so all I need is one bird for turn, and I draw a Prosperity. So, I'm like, okay, I can do this. So, I have Prosperity for six, and I don't get a single bird. I think it was 3D Shifter, a map the advent, and the trap, and I didn't have anything in hand, so I'm like, I think I just lose here, there's nothing I can do, I just have to scoop, so game three comes, and I know what this guy's playing now, so I'm ready, I cited every sword soul hate card I have, I'm, I mean, I cited like 10 cards in, Cause I'm ready. I'm like I can win this match if I get my board set. And I bricked. I bricked. Yeah, I drew an empin. Or yeah, I drew an empin, a eaglin, unexplored wins. Which is funny enough. I drew unexplored wins, um, three times. All three matches of of well, sorry, all three games of this match I drew unexplored wins, which is hilarious. And I only play one um a dimensional barrier and a featherstorm. So my first thought is like, hey, I can stall him for two turns. Right? Cuz I'm like, I can stall him for two turns. Cuz I can featherstorm him and then I can debarrier him. So I normal summon Eaglin, Eaglin effect grab another impin cuz I don't want him to let, I don't want to want him to know that I have another impin in hand. I want him to think I only have one. So, I set the um, D-barrier, and I set the Featherstorm, and I pass. So, he draws, and immediately activates a Night Beam, which... <laughs> I have not seen this card in forever. I didn't even know it really existed. So, I was looking at it, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> wait, this card's actually good. What, do you... Wait, because... Um, It doesn't let you respond to it, but you can chain, like, another card. You can't chain the targeted card to it, which is kind of cool. So, I didn't know that interaction. So, I just let him destroy it. And then he normal summoned Moye and I Featherstormed him. Because I'm like, I want him to waste material. I want him to, like, waste his material. So, I featherstorm him, he beats over my Eaglin, and I pass. And he passes. So I'm like, I need to draw one bird. If I draw one bird, I win. Because I know I can crack his board easy and I can set it up to where I win. And I don't draw a bird. I draw a D shifter. And I'm like, man, this sucks. So, you know, I passed to see what he had in hand. And uh, he told me, like, honestly... I can play it out if you want, but I have full combo. And I was like, I'll just see you play it out just to make sure. And the man went full combo and just OTK'd me. So I was a little um, let down. I got 35th. I was one off from getting my invite, which I was kind of salty about. But, you know, it's fine. Uh, I'm actually going back to 21st. I'm thinking about playing a new deck because I think people are starting to really side for Flunder. They're like, oh, Flunder. Lovely. So, I think everybody's starting to, like, side Zombie World and Necro World Banshee now. So, I think I'm going to try to play a different deck. I'm thinking about playing Plant Link. I think it'll be interesting. But, um, the other two guys I went with, um, I have a friend at my card shop named Jesse, he actually got eighth, or sorry, ninth. Um, he only lost twice, and he lost the last two rounds, which kind of sucks. He was on table one for most of the day, which I was, like, really proud of him for. Um, he's the OG. He's the one who taught me everything I know, so um, it makes sense he would be on table one. And then we have uh the man genius himself, Tyler. Uh, the man is just nuts. Like, <laughs> he always plays, like, rogue decks, right? Like, he played live twins, and he almost made it day two of YCS Charlotte with live twins, and he he lost to Nim Nim in, like, the last round of day one, and he should have gotten to day two, because a man always plays rogue decks, and that's, that's kind of why I love him, because he plays rogue decks, and, like, he wins with them. Like, to him, it's easy. But uh, he got 19th, and he topped as well. Um, he, They both played Sword Soul, actually. So, a lot of the cool things about this regional that I noticed is Sword Soul. There was a lot of Sword Soul players and not a lot of Despia. I will say I saw more Sword Soul than I did Despia. And I think that's going to be a cool trend that we need to look forward to. But, you know, guys, that's my regional experience. Uh I'll keep you posted because I am going to try to go back to 21st. This time hopefully we top but uh I just want to thank you guys uh check out my twitter uh killermetaygo literally that's the at and thank you guys for listening and uh yeah uh play some rogue stuff